Howdy, hello. This is an alternate commentary from the fight site. It's not a live alternate commentary, uh, but I am joined by Shriram as I usually am for these commentaries. Hello. Hey everyone. Hi. Uh, we're here to answer a Patreon request. This one's from Alex Hawkins. Uh, asked us to break down a couple of fights. The first of which is Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor, obviously for the title, lightweight title. This was uh, a few years ago. It feels like it was so recent, honestly. Uh, what was it, 2018? Yeah, we're coming up on two and a half years. Oh, now. geez, crazy. Um, <laughs> but we're going to do a technical commentary on this. And, uh, you know, he said this doesn't, it shouldn't be the resume review format. I should I just do a normal technical analysis. But I'm definitely going to ask Shrom about a number after we're done. <laughs> I mean, that's the fun part. About a rating number. Um, but yeah, so we're going to watch this fight and give our, our little breakdowns. I don't think we're going to do much back and forth, like going back and rewinding and stuff like that, unless there's something we're just like, we gotta, gotta do it. But yeah, uh, I've seen this fight a bunch of times, so I think I should be good to, to break things down in real time. You feel good? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a few times, so I'm not as into either of these guys and a lot of people, but it's, it's an interesting fight for what it is. Like any good commentary team, we're going to have our, our bias in our narrative. I just can't really decide what I want it to be. Like, do I want to give general negativity for me? Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know. Maybe like, should I be trying to give Connor credit? Should I, you know, go with the, he won the first round from a fight perspective, uh, narrative. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see what comes naturally I mean, to me. So I have seen people because, you know, the RDA Covington conversation is ongoing forever. Uh, it will never stop. And one parallel that I have seen drawn is Khabib Connor round one, which I don't remember being anywhere near like real offense from Connor, but it's going to be interesting to see because I haven't rewatched it. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see when we watch it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if you're following along on Fight Pass, you are. I did that backwards. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you're probably following along on Fight Pass or some other way of watching the video. Um, if you subscribe to us on Patreon for only $3, you can get access to the video version of this along with uh, a lot of other exclusive content like commentaries. It's mostly commentaries, but they, there's variety to it. And it's just a ton of analysis, a lot of good stuff there. And a list of things. And you can ask for your own stuff. What's up? And you can ask for your yeah, own Yeah, and so if you... Uh, nothing here that interests you Yeah, somehow. if you subscribe to a higher tier, you can make your own request for fights that you want us to watch. Um, and, you know, Alex requested two fights, and they're, you know, what, like seven rounds combined? And that, that's a, that's a, a happy a happy point of, of MMA to make me watch. Uh, and you could do that for other sports, too, although our boxing staff is lazy, so maybe not boxing, but... <laughs> you know, you can do it. You can do it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to watch this fight. And you can follow along. And if you're watching on Fight Pass, we have it paused at 412 of the Fight Pass video right now. And we're going to do a countdown. So we're all starting at the same time. And uh, yeah, that way we can all be synced up. So that's why if we go back and forth, it'll be kind of tough. Um, so we'll probably try not yeah. to do that. Okay, so I'm pulling my fight up right now on screen. I'm sure um, you're, the, you're the countdown guy. You know, give, let's give it, uh, we're going we're gonna to hit play on go just for the, everyone listening. Right. Three, two, one, go. And we're on. McGregor doing his thing. So something to keep in mind is in the open stance matchup, that's really good for uh, the single leg that Khabib likes. So that's kind of a one fact that made me think that he might go for that a little more. 
Yeah, I mean, we're looking at Connor <laughs> pressuring, but okay. There's the knee. Yeah. So in this takedown defense that, scenario, uh, Connor goes to block the hips with the uh, like the body lock, essentially. It's very it's a very freestyle defense. Uh, Habib has a leg folded under him, and Connor's just looking to uh, pull up against the hips to keep Khabib his base compromised. You can see how he's pushing on the head down. That's a good defense. Uh, there's a couple situations like right there where he needs to cross face, and he keeps coming on top of the head or around the head. And he needs to be pushing away and framing off so he can limp leg out. But he's really just obsessed with breaking the posture and pushing down. And that's why he loses the, the scramble. I've broken that down a million times. I have an article about it, uh, all the little details. But people ask about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Khabib's able to crack him down and then turn it into the double. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think the beginning of the round the is definitely worth talking about, too. What did you think about Connor's approach in the feet with, with his pressure? Yeah, I think pressure is generally going to be the smart approach against Khabib just because, I mean, as opposed to this fight, which is generally kind of seen as a counterexample, uh, Khabib prefers to be working takedowns against the fence where he's able to, you know, work the high crotch and lift from there or do his trips from the clinch. And as we saw there, his open space takedowns are a little bit messier. Uh, so pressure is going to be uh, something that a guy who can reliably break takedowns off at the first stage, he's going to benefit from that. Mm -hmm. uh, one weird thing with Connor is that for someone who tends to be a fast starter, he wasn't really having a great idea of what he was doing in the first few seconds, aside from just pressure. Uh, we saw him throw a round kick, but Khabib never really was moving that way, so that's one thing. Um, but in the third round, we really saw his approach sort of build on itself with the body work and such. Other than that, the first couple seconds wasn't a ton. Um, and now we're seeing kind of the enemy of Connor being such a fast starter is that he can be stalled out in situations like this. And if he is, he's probably not going to come back as um, ferocious as he otherwise would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just reg with regard to how he's trying to defend this position, uh, he, he's been constantly trying to push away on Khabib and, and get his butt to the fence and, and sit straight up and get back. He's had some opportunities where he could, for example, his, uh, his left foot is free right now. Um, it, it would feel like passing to give up the butterfly hooks, but the butterfly hooks aren't that effective against the cage. Really creating any sort of separation so you can have a window to, to get your body out from underneath him and stand up against the cage is a good idea, but he doesn't want to turn because he doesn't want to give up his back because he's scared of that position. But, but when you watch people get up in MMA, they, they very often give up their backs. It's kind of necessary if, yeah. you can't, if you don't have the full process of getting out of this position. So he, he's like unwilling to cheat the, to cheat the get up. Yeah, you're, you can also see Connor trying to push down the head to um, you know, sort of do the Dotson against the fence, uh, but it's a little bit tougher here, and Khabib did a good job getting to the leg mount mm -hmm. to just sort of pin himself to Connor there. Yeah. Uh, uh, with regard to the offense, there's really not much from Connor at all. Um, it's just, you know, little arm punches, nothing that has weight behind it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. If anything, Khabib's doing a little bit more. It's still not a ton, but enough. Yeah. It's it's a nice little system there with the leg mount because Khabib can, you know, hold hold the legs against the fence, you know, pull them up, get some height, pull them up, uh, try to climb Connor's body, and then switch his legs so that that figure four to trap the legs, and then he can use his arms to uh, take Connor's upper body and and put it on the mat. And uh, he actually did a nice thing uh, a few seconds ago where he took the the leg bundle and he turned him off to the side, then did the same process. You can actually assume a top position and not have to have the cage. Uh, protecting their back and actually put their back on the mat. Now he has a more stable half guard, although it's not locked. Um, he's encouraging Connor to try to, uh, you know, shrimp and try to improve his position. You know, when you're a pressure grappler and you really want people to, you know, struggle under you and, and give you positions to strike, 
you want them to try to transition. So you give up a little bit of space, and that's something very consistent with Habib's game. It's a part of the stack passing method as well, which we'll see once uh, they're in full guard, uh, which I think is next round that'll happen. Yeah, it's also something that gives Khabib a little bit more space to strike as they're yeah, swimming around underneath him. Um, yeah. yeah, if you're locked all the way down, your, those... your hips aren't as mobile. You can actually posture up a lot more with your knee on the mat on the left side. Yeah, uh, before the pass, we saw Khabib uh, on top of Butterfly Guard, but he was able to just uh, windshield wiper over, which was nice. Uh, the only person I've seen like, really get off effective ground and pound from uh, Butterfly against the cage is Ali Bagov. And I was just cheating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've seen Khabib get ground and pound off on, like, weird positions before, like the Barboza, mm -hmm. um, the leg mount where he was able to just grab him by the throat and uppercut him. But that's the end of the first round for anyone keeping along. Uh, pretty clear, awful round for Conor yeah. McGregor. Got basically nothing done. Pretty much. I mean, not even pretty much, just nothing. I'm trying to listen to Conor's corner, but... Nah. It's John Kavanaugh. I doubt there's anything good. It's funny because they're showing Javier Mendez speaking, but I'm hearing John Kavanaugh. <laughs> and I'm like matching up the yeah, I think it's just the big screen is the audio. But... Now they're back in Khabib's corner, but it's Russian. <laughs> so I have no idea what they're saying in the corners. Did you hear anything from John Kavanaugh? Not really. I'm not really paying attention to him because I never do. Um... Round two is pretty much the worst round of the fight for Connor, yeah, so... it's about to get worse. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if he said anything useful. So, he should be looking to pressure out the gate again, just trying not to let him off the hook when he gets him against the cage. He kind of just let him circle out and didn't wasn't too insistent. I think there's this fear of the reactive shot, which is, we've talked about a million times. It really shouldn't be there. Um... But yeah, yeah. Connor's still kicking yeah. actively, which is good. This is the start of the second round, by the way. We're at 4.54-ish. Yeah. Um... And he's again taking the front foot, which, I mean, strategically, this is the strongest that we've seen anyone really deal with uh, Khabib since, mm -hmm. like, T-Bow. But even T-Bow got pinned up against the fence a lot. Yeah. Connor attacking from really far out. And he's also, oh, then <laughs> he gets dropped. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to force the hand fight uh, from distance. That makes it a little easier to see a shot coming. Uh, but he also was standing there entirely worrying about grappling and just got hit standing straight up. Yeah, Khabib's winning the exchanges now just because of that grappling threat, and there's the shot again. And Connor was super uh, trigger happy on the counter, and Khabib just had to show the jab and get Connor throwing, and he was able to, to shoot under it. And uh, but you know, Connor didn't see it coming, didn't react very well. His base was super narrow. You know, couldn't really defend the double against the cage. Bad, yeah, bad reaction. Yeah, needed to kind of back Khabib off at that point, but there's really no winning when uh, your ring craft is that compromised. Mm -hmm. You can see him uh, floating over half guard here. Connor opts out of uh, <laughs> turning turning his back, but now Khabib mounted him, and he's got head and arm control. Um, yeah, he fought uh, out of the head and arm choke threat, but now he's stuck under mount. You see that Connor uh, slipped the elbow and almost got a little uh, octopus guard situation, but I don't think he knows how to play that. It's <laughs> fine, butterfly yeah, now. Yeah, he does. Hafei style. He did it against TJ. Mm -hmm. The goat. Uh, there you go. Full guard full for guard Connor, now. and this is where it gets bad. Because <laughs> he could just post elbow, just get that inside bicep control. He's got the forearm and the neck to post. That's nice too. He can just punch around the arms to the body, to the head, and uh, can also come straight up and, and punch, uh, just punch down on him. This is a uh, yeah. This is kind of where this is what GSP did to people. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of where Connor's like somewhat defensive focus came back to bite him, because 
stalling in full guard doesn't really work as well because yeah. Khabib can just get separation while you're too tentative to open the legs and do anything. Yeah, he's trying to, to control his posture and control his arms, but obviously he can't, and he's only using his arms. Like, he just has his guard locked <laughs> up and he's just reaching to try to control the arms and overhook the arms and pull the head down, and it's just not nearly enough effort. You have to manipulate the rest of his posture with an, a more active guard. You have to you know, show him show him little sweep attempts. You have to you know, you know, use your guard a little more actively. Yeah. You just can't close it to do that, and you have to at least sit up to try to control the posture, and Khabib can stack whenever he wants, and it's just a very... Static guard from Connor, situation. and now he's getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. He's tiring him out. Mm-hmm. They could have stopped it here, probably, at one point. Yeah, I think this is where Cruz had that line, but this is actually worse than I remember. It's, All that's landing clean. This is when Cruz said that Connor is letting him tire himself out. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually, it's like doubly funny, because I can get why people would think Khabib isn't, like, the cardio machine, but Connor definitely oh my God. isn't. He's hitting him super this clean is, with a lot of these. He could definitely stop this. He's not. That's not yeah, intelligent defense. He's just eating well. it. <laughs> yeah, you could even see Khabib like do a little shrug there. Yeah. He's like, "What the fuck is it gonna take?" He just covers position now. He's sitting uh, hip down in side control. Connor's trying to threaten an inverted triangle. I think. Yeah, he's doing something, trying to strip the arm, but there's the Kimura. Or oh, illegal knee. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that crossbody ride with the uh, the Kimura grips really good control position because they can't uh, can't turn out when you have that arm trapped. Got to step over the head to finish that, but he's also just gonna stand up <laughs> to get that space behind the back to twist the Kimura up. We lost the position there. They gave it up. Yeah. Knee on belly. Rogan and Cruz having a very awkward argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to the commentary. I unmuted for the corner thing, but I just need to hear like little things and just I can't not hear them commentate. Covers front headlock here. Connor finally gets some space, yeah. but again, if you're trying to beat someone's face in and they're tired, you know, give them space. Why not? Um, <laughs> let them do stuff. Yeah, fighting the wrist there. He's back up to his feet. But... He's gonna just hang on that single a little bit. Just push in. I think he knows a short time. Not really super concerned yeah. about getting much else done this round. He's already clearly gotten a 10 7, so. He's not going to fight too hard like, to I thought, that. I thought it was a 10 8 live, but that was. It was it went like 15 whole seconds yeah. longer than I thought it would. That, that, that lasted a long time. <laughs> it's longer than it yeah. felt uh, before. That, that, that was a pretty significant chunk of the round. It's not like Connor really did too much else besides that. And he got dropped on the feet. Yeah. So, yeah, really. And he didn't do anything at really all. Really dominant. <laughs> So I guess Khabib uh, spent a lot of energy beating up Connor in that round. That's kind of why the third round is more of a, a reset for him. It turns out Cruz was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all all according to plan. That's right where he he's got so him right where he wants plan. him. <laughs> I mean, and it says something that this is one of the stronger performances against Khabib strategically that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just by by virtue me. of Connor doing anything on the feet yeah not just getting backed into the cage i mean gaichi landed the most honestly of like the title fights yeah i mean gaichi did the most damage but it's also something where like we saw his approach immediately you're just like oh god this isn't gonna work (laughs) yeah well with connor you're like okay like you saw the first few seconds like he might have a decent idea on how to give khabib some trouble gaichi was like any trouble he gives khabib is going to be kind of despite kicking his body was good um 
that round. Yeah, we'll see a lot more of that in the next couple minutes. But... Yeah, this the next round is going to be the one the one that we can actually analyze what Connor's doing the most, uh, where he's pretty tired and Khabib is also pretty tired and, and resting a bit. Uh, and we see some bad wrestling looks from uh, Khabib in this round as well. <laughs> Faint in the kick, driving could be back. Uh, we're at the start of round three now, mm-hmm. by the way. Trying to upper, okay, jab. The uppercut was bad, but the jab off it was nice. <laughs> yeah, I think he was expecting Khabib to be more trigger happy with the shot against mm-hmm. the fence than he was. You can see Connor is oh, very uh, frantic with his lead hand, just trying to get that force out the hand fight, just so he can put Khabib in a, in a place like know where he's going to be, and at least uh, have a better sense of distance for uh, defending takedowns. He's definitely super super aware of the, of the wrestling threat. Yeah, kind of be able to feel the um, the level change coming before he can actually mm-hmm. see it. That works out. So yeah, he had that. He was touching the hands. So he was able to you know keep that distance and uh, react to the level change. We're seeing him open up on the counter a little bit, but most of his offense so far has been those long it's left hands to the body, there. and there's the kick. Yeah, which I mean, it's smart. It's just you're working from a deficit if you're Conor McGregor in the third round after a really tough round working the body. Mm-hmm. So they're probably not going to be as tired as you are. Yeah. So Khabib could just explode and hit that single from the outside, but it was it was a big battle for him to finish that the first time in the first round, and he he is trying to conserve energy, so he's not going to do it. Um, so the, the way that the striking is going doesn't really serve for him to set up any other easier takedowns. Nice counter there mm-hmm. from Connor. Yeah, see there, that's just an outside the double, and he can't get enough of a level change to get a clean bite in the leg. Yeah, it's a nice uh, elbow off the Connor punch. Connor able to get his head position yeah, there. The there see, Ooh. here I'd expect Habib to shoot. They're close enough to the cage where he could just throw a little bit and get him there physically push him yeah yeah he should be looking for it here there it is yeah off the one two but too too high too high of a level change yeah i mean i think at this point khabib's probably just trying to tire him out because there's like two more rounds after this so even if khabib takes this round off kind of in terms of big energy intensive takedown finishes i was doing a good job humbling here getting under hooks uh getting cross cross control on on the tricep pull him up and get a little bit of an angle. Fighting the hands well, kneeing up the middle well. Yeah, I did grab the glove there. Nice uppercut. Kind of doing a lot of leaning to a, <laughs> to a set up at the angles yeah. on his uh, uppercuts. A little slip there off the head kick, which I don't know if the head kick landed, but if it did, yeah. Khabib didn't care. The, the takedown thrust doing a lot of work for Khabib on the feet here because that overhand setup's working over and over. Oh, nice, nice straight there from Connor. Couple, couple of good ones there. Yeah, he's finding a couple. And the counter punching's working because Khabib's one two. Like people talked a lot about his jab in the um, Iaquinta fight, but most of that mm-hmm. was just Iaquinta. Nice left hook counter there though from. Oh, that's good elbow. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's starting to get Connor's uh, jab timing because neither mm-hmm. one's the most comfortable jabber out there. Yeah. And both of them are having a little bit more success on the counter than they would against someone who's really good at it. Connor's just too tired to extend any exchanges, so moving back linearly. Uh, you know, it'll get him hit once, but it'll basically free Khabib with whatever exchange they're in. Connor grabbing the shorts. <laughs> yeah, we saw there Khabib was able to actually draw out the, the left-hand counter with the 1-2 and change levels. So it's kind of like what Poirier did in the first uh, minute of the Connor rematch. Mm-hmm. Body shot from Khabib. Khabib actually went body there. The yeah. It didn't really set up the shot, but conceptually it did. <laughs> it could have. 
If he did it more, it'll be. If he actually level changed on it, he actually just kind of stood where he was and threw his arm low. Uh, but yeah, he hit that little uh, foot sweep off the off the single leg to the opposite opposite leg. Again, I think a little a little too tired, a little, a little too uh, lazy with the finish on it to actually cover and, and control. Yeah, neither guy looks amazing in this round, but it kind of has to be contextualized by like yeah. Khabib 10-4-ing him in round two. Like if they had this, these same stand-up exchanges in round one, I think Connor would have him in serious trouble. But I think Khabib yeah. it was aware that it wasn't going to be as bad considering the beating he put on him and just the body language and how tired he felt. Uh, so it was pretty pretty smart. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, at this point, Khabib just wants to keep Connor working. Yeah. I don't know. I guess in analyzing future fights, we definitely looked at this round like, it, what if Justin Gaethje has Khabib in this in this state where he's tired? But like, um, I, I don't know. I just think uh, with, with Khabib, everything is so matchup specific. He he makes decisions that are more intelligent and deliberate than you might think. Um, I think that's kind of what yeah. we learned over the, the last couple of fights is that he he is aware. He, he's highly aware of, of what the dynamics of the fights are going to be. Yeah, I mean, you can look at something like uh, the Barboza fight where we're like, oh, if he runs a, a good counterpuncher like this, he's going to be in trouble. And then against all the good counterpunches he faced, he just pressured very soundly. Yeah. Or not soundly, but at least deliberately. So. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. And we're at the end of round three. Khabib's back at his corner. So you can't trust someone to be smart against different types of fighters until you see him do it. Uh, but then, you know, at this point, we've seen him do it, but not quite yet in this fight. This is like the first matchup where you think it could be troubling for him stylistically. But then you also remember that Connor's just death as a wrestler and grappler, not not really there to, to deal with to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, something like the uh, the thing with pressure and the messy shots from the outside, I think it'd still be interesting to see him against some of the ACA people. Yeah, it's also like people that can compete with him into several rounds and not just get blown out immediately to the point where they're not effective anymore once you get to the midpoint of the fight. I mean, but that is another thing. Even with Connor, who faced Khabib about as fearlessly as we could imagine anyone to, he was still fighting a little bit scared of the takedown. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Or more than a little bit. That's why AAA would be the the best matchup for Khabib. Yeah, he's too stupid to be scared. Yeah, (laughs) start around four. He can get beat up all day and still be fine. Come back and have energy for for more rounds. Does not care. <laughs> He's been in there with back off. Khabib is nothing. Connor pressuring well, uh, lever punching, but he actually got cracked at the counter on, on his entry there. <laughs> yeah, I liked how he herded him into the left hook with that right, <laughs> the, the right, the left hand rather oh, than the right hook. But they're dogs. Molly. It's usually not the barking dog I have to deal with. It's a different barking dog. <laughs> So yeah, Connor's still still pressuring even when he's tired, and he's doing a decent job backing him up. He just doesn't have the juice to really make a lot happen with it. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be getting more tired. He's just still tired. Yeah, it's kind of like the Diaz fights where yeah, he definitely gassed, but there's a level of gassness he can maintain once he settles down. He just has to fight tired, <laughs> but he has a different yeah. mode of fighting he can establish. But he's still he's so messy now. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why he like shifted to orthodox and threw a left hook. And now his back to the cage. Look how far away Covey was able to drive from the cage from. His Connor's base just isn't there. His reactions just weren't there. And then he lifts on the single, trips out the base leg, and uh, covers. He's got the bit of an eye ride, you might call it, with the underhook and the sitting on the sitting on the ankle. Yeah, there it is. What's funny is they call it the Iowa ride, but today everyone that does it is from Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> 
Skyrear standing here. You might see him uh, bump forward. He'll bump his weight forward and drag yes. him down. And he's just riding, riding that uh, near side leg until he can get that angle to go behind. He's going to pull him back across the base, put the hooks in. Touch the back, yeah. Looking to cover head and arm and, and get top position again. Very nice. Yeah, I think Connor's desperate at this point. He's like, I can't be underneath him for several more minutes and just tries to finally, at this point, cheat the get up. But, you know, it's he's way too tired to do that well. <laughs> I forgot he was looking for the arm triangle. That's funny. Look for a couple times in this fight. Yeah, with both arms. The double and... arm triangle. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's conceptually possible if you're just... If you if you really push the opposite side shoulder into the neck, you can double shoulder on the neck choke him, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's just, it's, at that point, you might as well just grab them on the feet and squish their mm -hmm. shoulders. So Khabib doing a good job just making sure he keeps weight on the ankles, even though he can't cover the hips with his legs, because he just uh, has that seatbelt grip where he can just control the hips, uh, make sure he can't scoot out too far maintain this level of control and he's still got that free arm to punch and connor's not really doing anything with his free arms either he's not fighting the grips or anything he's just protecting his face <laughs> kind of swim inside but not really and then he gives up his back hands under the chin already there we go it's done That's it's done r.i.p <laughs> he tried to punch him so this wasn't a resume review but if we were evaluating how well Connor approached winning this fight, what do you think? Not not even just the number, but like your, your rationale as well. Yeah, I feel like I'd go 80-ish. Um, I mean, I think a lot of that, though, is how we know Connor to be. Right. If that makes sense. Right. Like, he didn't get his fight at all at the beginning, which means that we're not going to see the 90-range Connor that we're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. But... Considering how he approached the fight with the pressure, uh, with the body work later in the fight, I think if he'd gotten the opportunity to look kind of better at the beginning, he probably would have. Yeah. So it, it's tough to gauge. I think Khabib fought a really good fight, and that's another thing where, I mean, right now we're seeing Connor counterpunching the, the crowd. So <laughs> <laughs> that's we have to include that in. But yeah, I'd say like probably 80, slightly above. It's just a lot of it's just um, Connor struggling with the gas and that's that's this is it's a really weird thing to gauge just because no matter how good a fighter is at the beginning it just it's never going to last with yeah connor, so yeah i i think you you have to give connor the benefit of the doubt i have it as an a win for for habib and not a high a but an a win I, I think you just have to understand like you said that the time where connor actually had his window to do a lot of good work he was getting beat up on the ground and it's just it's something that's yeah. really matchup specific that didn't allow him to kind of demonstrate his worth and you have to use context around his career and know that he, he's probably more or less the same guy that he's been at lightweight in this fight yeah. uh, maybe a touch better because you know he's actually getting his kicking going which is like in his other lightweight fight before this uh, or in like the Diaz fights uh, you know his, his variety on his kicks was, was a little worse he was kind of getting trying to get back to the stuff that made him good at featherweight but yeah, it's just a lot of southpaw double attack was, was his idea there. And uh, I don't know, like in the third round, considering how tired he was, you could kind of see what, what the plan was, like how to strike. And it was all good stuff. Um, and if he was yeah, fresh, I think it would have worked pretty well. But so I, I just consider that Khabib had a really good game plan. Like imagine if uh, in the second round they stopped the fight from the ground and pound. You never got to see what he did in the third round. Like you, you'd have that rating either in the toilet or you yeah. just try to 
you know, entirely judged based on other fights because there's just not much to go off of because he got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's another thing with Connor is that um, after that first round, like, you could... One way that people gauge the rematch is just, you know, Khabib spent so much time beating Connor up, but it's also a thing where you can't really judge the fight based on that because I think you could argue a lot of it was based on the, the first wrestling exchange, which yeah. is somewhat competitive, a lot more competitive than I think people would say the entire fight was, yes. where Connor had a moment of success and he didn't just quite break away in time or do the right things, but no one really expected him to even get that far. So if we're looking at it from that perspective, like if the fight hinged on that, then it was always going to be like kind of a 50-50 proposition that looked 100-0 based on like how that went, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there are some very binary fights out there that look a lot wider in practice than they are in theory. Yeah. And uh, considering how much energy was expended in that first wrestling exchange for Khabib, I think if Connor does like crossface and actually get the separation and, and get out of that first takedown, uh, I don't I don't think Khabib comes right after the second one. I think Connor actually gets a little more time to work and maybe he gets to the hand fight and starts to force out you know the double instead of the single, and that's harder for him to pull off. And things kind of build from there. Like a lot could change just based on that one situation going a little bit differently. And because Connor is just so. I don't know, fragile with his conditioning. Like, it's not that hard to make him tired and change him as a fighter. Um, but if you don't do it, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's that fight. <laughs> yeah, we'll be uh, recording Ferguson and Pettis soonish. So, well, actually, right after this. Uh, yes. So, we're moving uh, on to our next right. fight. Uh, we're going to we're gonna end this recording. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you want the video version of this one and the other one, three dollars minimum on patreon there's a bunch of other tiers there with other benefits and uh yeah check it out so sure i'm doing a count us down on this one to end it uh, yeah uh three two one